0: You may be seated. I'd like to give my bishop honor, his family. We love this church. As for me and my house, we're going to serve the Lord. Do you want to pray over this? Pray for it. Yes, sir. In the name of Jesus, Lord, your presence is here. Your manservant is anointed. Your word is anointed. I ask again, God, let our hearts be open to receive your word. Let this word be engrafted in our hearts. Let it produce what you purpose tonight. God, let it go forth in power, in liberty, and demonstration. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, Bishop. You may be seated. I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna go as quick as I can. I did not have a lot of time. I mean, uh, I didn't plan for a lot of time, so I'm kind of prepared, but uh, all day I've been nervous and thinking about this, and, and of course, my day has been so busy, but uh, thankfully, I had all my notes ready, everything's ready to go, but I'm upset at the, the devil. I am mad at the devil. I am upset, and um, the, the lesson that I, or the, the word that I brought to you the last time was talking about the authority and there's some there's some blessings in authority and there's some preparation in authority and God has gone ahead of us and he has taken care of us and you've got to I want you to understand as children of God as this church of today that you have responsibility with the authority that you've been given you've been given a covering your covering is on this platform he is your bishop you are able to walk in that authority you have to be able to t- accept the courage and And step and walk in that authority. As human beings, we are so emotional. We are emotional people. Uh, Some of us, there are some that that claim uh, that they refuse to be emotional, Bishop, until somebody cuts them off into traffic. All of a sudden, that anger emotion shows up. It's amazing how an unemotional person can be all of a sudden emotional. And we use those emotions to guide and to lead and to uh, try to not necessarily manipulate our children, but we use emotions to get their attention because we want them to do certain things for us. You know, uh, sometimes it's easier to uh, tell our children, would you please clean up your room?" and it gradually gets louder and louder and louder until the room gets clean but we are emotional people and and sometimes we let our emotions guide us and take us to places that we really didn't need to go there we didn't really need to let that do let that affect the way we think or the way we respond to the word of god and it's so important to understand it in the lord's prayer that's why we we pray god not my will but thine be done And it is, in this day and hour, we have been exposed to a belief system that uh, there are churches here today that, I'm not talking about uh, non-denominal churches or churches that are not affiliated with the United Pentecostal Church, but we're, there's churches out there that are teaching that you cannot hurt people's feelings. You have to be able to make them feel comfortable and accepted and connected. I'm using the word specifically because you want to make sure they're comfortable in the house of God so that they'll receive the word that's going to be given over the pulpit. And those emotions come in in intact. And what I want you to understand is we can't get in the way of conviction. Don't let that emotion get in the way of conviction. And I, I want to turn real quick to the scripture, Matthew chapter 18 verse, I'm going to start reading verse five, but you, you can just turn there as far as time, I'm going to be reading pretty quick. Uh, Matthew 18 chapter uh, 18, verse five, "And whosoever shall receive one such little child in my name receiveth me. But whosoever shall offend one of these little ones? which believe in me, it were better for him that a millstone were hanged about his neck and that he were drowned in the depth of the sea. Woe unto the world because of the offenses, for it's, it must needs be that offenses come, but woe to the man whom the offense cometh. And I so I got to thinking about that because I hear so many times... Uh, you know, and Brother Puente testified, and man, chills went up my back. It's like, I'm offended if I hear the name of Jesus. Are you kidding me? There's no under, no other name under heaven whereby we must be saved. I'm trying to get all my notes. My notes all got scrambled scrim- scrim- up because the Lord changed my direction. But we have allowed our emotions to attack us and then we've allowed the devil to speak to us and to use words that we understand but we take out of context in the word of God. And here we have the devil telling me uh you can't offend these people. You can't offend them. But but when you actually break down the word of God and you look up that scripture in Matthew and you look it up in the Greek it's talking about don't put a stumbling block don't put in an impediment in the way upon another person that would have caused them to trip and fall and fail and fall out of the grace of God. That's what offense is. But somehow the world has twisted it around. The devil has used this against us to say, don't hurt my feelings. But... Being in a house with a, a law student causes you to take the words into a deeper a deeper uh, definition. So I also looked it up as the legal definition of offense. So if you're going to be uh, an offense to someone, it's, it's a crime. It's something that's a, a punishable violation of law of any kind or magnitude. So what do you want to be? Do you want to offend somebody or you want to be the offense? Because when we walk, I'm, I'm, it, and it's, it really came to my mind, and, and, and parents, be very, very careful. You cannot lie to your children. And when it comes time to correct them and punish them, and you promise that you're going to punish them, but you never do, they're listening to you. I'll, I'll, leave, I'll leave it right there. I'll leave the rest for Brother Barlow to family pastor. But, uh, but don't lie to your children, because what happens is we get into the world and we start trying to to uh, coddle these people in the world, and we're trying to teach them a Bible study and not offend them. And conviction can never, never work. It can never take. It can never take hold. Conviction is trying to get a hold of their hearts. It's trying to turn them to God, and and we're trying to make them feel comfortable, and just dress the way you want, and just come in here the way you want. No, God is not going to accept you the way you are. But at the same time, we're not here to save them before they get to the altar. I mean, we have to have some wisdom. We have to love them. If you're going to have responsibility of your authority, you're going to love people as they come. And when they come and they start falling on the altar and trying to start turning their lives around, they're going to make mistakes. And we're not going to be there to judge them. We're going to be there to pick them up and encourage them. But the thing that came to my mind, the worst, and I just it just really weighed heavy on my heart. If I'm gonna, if there's gonna be a child, a child in, in the kingdom of God, whether they just just receive the Holy Ghost for the very first time, or they they're backsliders and they come back into the house of God, Lord, don't let me be the offense. I cannot lie to them. I cannot tell them that it's okay. Just just to live for God half-heartedly, to not have, you don't, you don't need that much of a prayer life. You don't need all that prayer and fasting and that, all that ties thing. That was for the Old Testament. Don't, don't fall for that. Don't fall for that. And saints of God, let me tell you, when you come up against somebody that's, that, that believes that way and you don't confront them, it's just like you agree with them. And that's what they're trying to do. What the devil's trying to do is he's not trying to trick you. He's trying to shut you up. Just don't say nothing. Because if I say something, I'm going to hurt their feelings. And if I offend them, they may not come to church with me. But if you don't tell them the truth, you are the offense. And if you don't tell them the truth... Where's the stone? Whose neck is the stone going to be wrapped on? We do not have time to play games in the house of God. We do not have time. The influx is coming. We don't have time to play. We don't have time to put up with these little... uh, uh, we call them fruit-filled fruit uh, revelations. They, they, they just make them up. But we have to, I'm so thankful that we have the liberty of the Word of God here today. We have a bishop that's teaching us the truth. He's leading us in the Word of God. He's given us the authority under the anointing of apostolic power. And we have a responsibility to say something. It really blew my mind when I'm reading about Paul in the book of Acts. It wasn't the Romans that were wanting to put him in jail. It wasn't the Romans that were waiting at the gate to kill him. It was his own people. It was the saints of God. It was the Jews. They hated him. Why? Because he spoke the truth you have saints of God, you've got the truth. Don't you, don't you back up. Don't you hesitate. Don't you ever hold back. You've got the truth. And when somebody comes at you and they've got a question in their mind, don't you give them a a watered down version of what the truth is. You give it to them just like it's written in the word of God, or you don't give it to them at all. Because if, if, you're, if you're not going to have enough courage to be able to tell them the truth, I've got Bible studies. i, I got to go to tomorrow. i got two. I got one in the morning one in the evening. I don't have time to play. I have to give them the truth. They, they may not understand it. They may not agree with it. But it's my responsibility under the authority of this man of God, if I go into that Bible study and I teach something different, all I'm asking for is a millstone. Saints of God, let's worship the Lord.